This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Pizza Day. That house didn't sound like it was very friendly. Yeah. No, not at all. Who's your favorite Italian? That's the question we put forth. Well, I didn't put it forth. Either. Well, collectively as a show, we made the pizza connection. Now, again, we're sure pizza was invented in Italy, right? I mean, as far as, as this pasta wasn't. As far as this question is concerned, okay. yes. Okay. If you know anything different, I'm sure somebody does. And if they do, they'll contact us via the X platform at, at Matt Lear. Okay. At Adam Gillespie at Road Dog 680, to be exact. At Chris Domino, at Chilini Nick, at 680, the fan. Educated guess. I have a computer in front of me. I can do it myself. I got a lot of things that I'm looking at. I'm working on a sure. lot of things. You're a busy man. I'm assuming... Not enough hours in your day, Domino. No. That's why you never sleep. I'm assuming pizza's got its own Wikipedia page, right? And there would be an origin section, because I know how Wikipedia works. There's probably an origin Yeah, section. I'm there. It was, uh, it was first recorded in the year 997. Okay. In a southern Italian town. Thank God. Uh, I don't know how to say it. It doesn't matter. Okay, good. It doesn't matter. But it does say that its origins are traced squarely, squarely back to Italy. He doesn't know how to say it. Hey, say what you want to say. He just did. Say it like you want to say it. Now, I don't want to be a jerk. It's not written in Italian. It's just a lot of vowels, I'm assuming. And yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Gaeta, uh, Lazo. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, no, no. It, it's Italy, though, right? Yeah, the boot. Okay. <laughs> At what point does it say in the Wikipedia page for pizza when people started to blank it all up and start throwing more crap on it than it ever needed or wanted? Does it say anything about that? Like when pizza no all word of a sudden... when first pineapple was right. put on a pizza. Right. And there's a few other things, too, by the way. Pineapple certainly is the one that we can all rally around. Is That's not pizza. 404233. Like, what, uh, what if you went to Little Italy back in, like, the 40s, and you asked for pineapple on a pizza. What do I think would have happened? What would have happened? You'd never be in Little Italy again. So, someone would have slapped you. You would have been thrown. You know, there's you like... You would have been assaulted, I, I think. I don't know that for sure, but I think you would have been assaulted. Here's what I, here's what I think would have happened. Little Italy, for those of you who, who don't know, it's not like there are fences around Chinatown and Little Italy. It's, They're right next to one another. But, but there's no fences, no. so you don't know. I think you would have been thrown across the street to get you out of what we know is... Uh, the border of Little Italy. Hey, you nuts, get out of here. Guy wants a pineapple on his pizza. Wait, Goofy? Now, I, now I'm going to say they, something. Italian people, when they're mad, they ask you questions that are certainly rhetorical because you, you can't answer that question. For if you do try to answer that question, you're only going to make it worse on yourself. Well, you get a second slap. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked you anything? <laughs> well, you kind of, then you get a third slap. Yeah, I wouldn't answer the question either. I'm going to say something that's going to be controversial now. Again, pineapple, we all rally around. It's not I pizza. said that before, you dumb dago. I don't believe white pizza is pizza without sauce. Now, that's controversial. And I don't believe there's... I love white pizza. I don't think there's such a thing as buffalo chicken pizza. I just think it's dough that's got buffalo chicken stuff Which on I, it. Which I strangely just enjoy. Just because you slice it. doesn't matter about enjoying it. 
Just because you slice it like a pizza or it's round like a pizza doesn't mean it's a pizza. Mm -hmm. There is such a thing as white pizza. There is. Yeah, I I pick up a menu and I see it and I go, oh, another guy who's mistaken. In your mind, it's not pizza, as you like to say about the almond. It's not a snack. It just is. That's what white pizza I, is. It's I, not pizza. It just is. You, you know what I don't need when I go to a straight pizza place? A menu. The fact that you hand a menu to somebody at a pizza place lets me know that you're on the border of not being a pizza place. We'll talk about Arthur Blank kind of sort of in less than an hour meeting with the media. Right now, let's buckle up. Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. Top quiz, not street betting. Sportsbook betting since 2018. Sportsbook betting has been allowed in places other than Vegas since 2018. How much money do you think has been bet in sportsbook? Which means it's legal betting, not Give street year betting. Again. Not sw- 2018. Uh, $3 billion. Anybody? $4 billion. Okay. $300 billion. Wait, you, you weren't even... You weren't even in... You weren't in the same galaxy. Three bi- it's $300 billion in I was, sports. Yes, money. you're right, Chris. I was way off. Way, no way disputing off. that. You were way off. Speaking of money, um, I think we all got caught up in this. Oh, it's Vegas. Yeah, $2 million, $2.5 million for a suite. Sure, it's Vegas. You do understand it's a four-hour event to drop 2 or $2.5 million on. And again, you're getting a bucket of popcorn, mm-hmm. glazed donuts. Other things open bacon wrapped hot dogs. Don't forget that. Yeah. Do you know carne asada? Bacon is not cheap. Do you know what Krista McCaffrey told Olivia Culpo? Remember, I told you I wasn't sure. She said, "I'm getting a suite for the in-laws." McCaffrey said, "No, you're not. No, you're not." He nixed the idea that he she was going to put his family in a four to six person suite, and he said, "No, you're not." Now Floyd Mayweather says he paid one million for his, so he's going to attend it with thirty four other people. I, I don't think he's right about that. He's wrong about the attendance. He could very well be wrong about it. Wrong. He might he might be doing what we used to do at the uh, old Radio Korea, trying to sneak a bunch of people into a suite when yeah. the fire marshal would absolutely shut the whole. Some of those Thrasher suites, I, I think. We were probably 100 to 150 people over capacity. The fire marshal would have shut down the whole event. Not throwing people out of our suite. He would have shut down whatever game was going on at that point, a hockey game. But Christian McCaffrey's done. He makes good money. He told her, you ain't getting that. Here's the other one. Uh, The Kelseys don't have one. Which means, where is Taylor Swift going to be? There really is this whole like now she can get invited into anyone. Now is she going to have her own suite and the Kelsey family? I don't know. Does she invite the Kelseys? Because the Kelseys have said we don't have a suite. The Mahomes family, do they have a suite? And Taylor and the Kelsey family go in there. I'm going to give you another one. Listen, this Patrick Mahomes family, it's a, it's, it's quite honestly, it's a, it's a mixed bag, no doubt about it. Why are people angry that his wife's in Sports Illustrated swimsuit? I don't know. Because people are just going to be angry on social media. Like, because she's it's, not really a wink-wink model. Do you know what's gone on in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit <laughs> issue for the last bunch of years? Down the hall. No, but I'm just saying non-models. Yeah. They have non-models. Among other things. Down the hall. She's no Christy Brinkley. Yeah, I know. She's Patrick Mahomes' wife, who looks good in a, a bathing suit. That's why she's in. Isn't it a celebrity swimsuit issue know. anyway? Isn't that what it's called? Who knows? She's not a celebrity. She's not a celebrity. That's someone else's. She's my... Whatever. Uh, Dr. J. 
He was asked, because there was other things going on other than the Super Bowl, Dr. J was asked about his top five team ever. Russell is definitely on my list of all-time greats in my top five (laughs) in that that list of five that I made when I was 15 years old. But I got Chamberlain in there, too. And I got Elgin Baylor, as before mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I got Oscar Robertson and Jerry West. Okay. So he's got no Michael and no LeBron and no anybody else. He made a list, and he put Wilt and Bill on the same team. It's his list. All right. So here's what happened when he was asked about a one-on-one between Will Chamberlain and Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, obviously, they were different eras, but the all the all the diversification that was in Shaq's game would have made for a very, very tough matchup for Will Chamberlain. Did you see the video of Will Chamberlain shooting hook shots from three-point range? No. And making hook shots? No. I mean, the was guy, it a Mr. Perfect? Like, was it real or was I mean, it? It was real. It was happening live. I just, I never saw the guy play, so I can't judge it. But from what everybody says, the guy was just beyond a freak. I don't know what professional volleyball means when you're I mean, saying, guy, I'm supposed to, like Jim Brown played lacrosse and everybody said he might have been the best lacrosse player ever. The guy scored 100 points in a game and I know uh, no one else was his size. Uh, no one else scored 100 points in a game and he only did it once. He did it once. That's the, that's the real story. So if it was that easy, I, you know, he would have done it a few times. Adam Gillespie, I want you to do yourself a favor, not me, because <sighs> because we're not in a visual medium. Just look up Will Chamberlain's house in Los Angeles. Just look it up, because I'm telling you, Never is a house built to fit a guy's personality like Will Chamberlain's house. So just look it up. All right, uh, Chris Russo, he's going to set up what started the second cut. Here's the first cut. You in a pair of jeans and everything else and shoes, throwing balls through tires, and you did a superb job. And uh, they wanted to play that, and they wanted comments. And obviously they don't want comments about how great Dan Olosky is. They want comments about me having fun with Olosky. So Stephen A. takes a pass, so he leaves it, throws it in my hand. He takes the easy way out. He's nice said uh, the word that you don't like. I won't repeat it here because I want to be happy to have a nice little conversation. You called me a scrub. I did. So that's what set this up. It's Dan Orlowski and Chris Russo. So maybe because they realized sitting down, and Dan Orlowski was really upset. Like, you can say uh, teammate, oh, I'm not really upset. I actually like him. He seems like a genuinely I, I, I nice guy. Right. Dan Orlowski the way he handled this situation, I think, speaks volumes about him. He was asked about, about it, him. and he said, I thought it was classless, yeah. but he didn't carry on, and he didn't, didn't have a speech. didn't insult Chris Russo either. No, he didn't. So here's the next part. Let me make an official apology. If, in fact, that bothered you, and it seemed like it did, and you... you it struck a nerve immediately, of course. Of course. Of course. So I apologize. I apologize. Well, I'm, I'm very aware of what my NFL career was. I know I wasn't in, in any way a star, so, like, but I'm very proud of it, obviously. Yeah, and it was two guys sitting down. Now, obviously, look, he struck a nerve. He, well... Yeah, because, again, you're you're the 1% of the 1% of the 1%, and you might not have been as good. You don't think he knew that? He just told you he did. This now, is supposed to be fun. Now, Chris Russo went down the road. If I insulted you, no, 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 you did. You did. You, you, let's not put this out there. I know this I insulted you. I That's apologize. Right. That's right. As I said, we were trying to have fun, and I went too far. And it definitely, right. it definitely struck a nerve because I cut this part out, but Dan uh, said, and, and Mad Dog uh, admitted it too, that Dan reacted to Mad Dog saying that on air within minutes on Twitter yeah, of him saying it. Yeah, That's so, garbage. So Chris Russo didn't have to say, if I did. No, no, no. All, all signs point to you did. And Jesus. Dan Olowski was not an over-the-top guy. And he was the better man yeah. in that whole situation. Uh, do you, you know nothing about, I don't say nothing. I, I'll pull I know back. nothing about nothing. Soccer. I know a little bit about everything. What do you know about soccer? soccer. I know okay. Pelé. What do you know about cards and soccer? Uh, boy, I think I know less about cards than I know about soccer. And, and that no, speaks no, no. volumes. No, no, no. Cards in soccer. <laughs> 
I know there's like, oh, you mean like yeah, poker? I thought, you, I thought you meant poker. No, like no, yellow you're, cards, you're the worst. cards. Yeah, yeah, yellow and red. Yeah. What does yellow mean? Yellow means you're done, right? No, warning. Red means you're done. It's the least talented sport on earth. You know what they're going to do now? What? Soccer's governing body wants to introduce a blue card. Hmm. Ten-minute power play. They've never had a power play. There's a reason three-year-olds can play soccer. I kind of like me. it. It, it goes me. against what has happened for years. I thought you meant like, you know. No, I know what you thought. Two pair beats <laughs> yeah. one pair. Three of a kind beats Let two it pair. ride in yeah. Vegas. You know none of that. So no, I don't. You know none of that. Um, Doug Gottlieb, let me give you just a couple of things that didn't go well. Didn't age well, as they say. Uh, ice cold takes, is that what they call them? Uh, freezing cold takes. Freezing cold takes? Okay. Ice cold stew. <laughs> freezing cold takes. Yes. That's somebody who's Isaiah Stewart works here, one of our engineers. Sports Center. Steph Curry declared for the NBA draft. Doug Gottlieb, and I quote, he doesn't have the upside of Rubio, Jennings, Flynn, Mills, or Teague. All more athletic. Whoops. That wasn't a good one. Can I give you another one? Mm-hmm. The Jets just got the steal of the draft. Their future starting quarterback, Bryce Petty. That was Skip Bayless. Oops. A uh, guy who wrote for the New York Giants, a uh, beat writer. Thank you, Andy Reid. Now the Giants won't make the mistake of taking Mahomes. Good boy. Oops. Speaking of Mahomes, this one had a picture. Fox Sports Radio. Right there. I'm not kidding. It's a picture of the GM of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes in a suit, holding his jersey, and then Andy Reid. And I quote Fox Sports Radio. The Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender who just traded for a backup quarterback. What on earth are they thinking? Oops. When the Milwaukee Bucks drafted Giannis... I don't know who Scott Parkinson is. He has a blue check, and he's an NBA aficionado of some sort. Mark my words, the Bucks should have taken Shane Larkin. Shane Larkin's been out of the league for how long now? Oops. It's Barry Larkin's kid. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Sometimes they work, and sometimes they don't. I will come up at the bottom of the hour. Brock Purdy didn't like a comparison physically. He didn't see it. But there was a physical comparison that somebody brought up with him that he did see, and there's good news for a young woman because of it. All right. Also, when we come back, we'll tell you the how and why of Arthur Blank speaking to the media and why we may lose Chris Domino as a result. It's a crapshoot. My alarm is set. We'll tie it all together. 155, I am out. (laughs) The uh, 1 o'clock hour brought to you by AquaGuard. Notice cracked bricks, floor gaps, or bowed basement walls. The experts from AquaGuard can provide a free inspection. If you're ready to fix your sagging, bouncy floors, visit AquaGuard.net. Why we may lose Domino at 2 o'clock. We'll talk about it next on Domino and The Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Ah, scoozy. Bobby the boopy. Very offensive. 
120, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. National Pizza Day is today. Who's your favorite Italian is the X-Platform question of the day of the 1 o'clock hour. Brought to you by AquaGuard Foundation Solutions. Wait, wait, it's Friday. It's before the Super Bowl. we got a lot of things to clean up. Can I get We're you... off Super Bowl weekend here on a Friday with Domino and Cellini. Not allowed to call it that. The big game is coming up at 6.30 on Sunday. Twitter question of the day should have been, what's your favorite Super Bowl party food item? But again, you went with a Italian turn off did that yesterday. Uh, Yeah, that's why. Adam Vinatieri's Italian. Has he not? Uh, Yeah. I mentioned he'll be on the ballot for the first time next year. What about Marshawn Lynch? He's not Italian. No, no, no. First ballot guy? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so. But you think Eli and and Adam Vinatieri get in the first? You know, like Joe Namath. Eli Manning's going to get in for a moment. That play, the David Tyree play, you knock off the undefeated Patriots, like you said, in New York. Yes, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Here's my thing, because he's on over your uh, shoulder right now. Jordan Love is on the TV uh, screen up there. Why am I reading he's going to ask for $45 million a year? I don't know. Why am I reading? I know I'm not paying it if I'm the Packers. $45 million, and then I read an article. Somebody's got to say no. Eventually, somebody has to say, we're not doing this. This is insane. I, the article that I read about it had not one but two boxes that are trying to justify, based upon some random stuff, that, yeah, you know what? It could be $45 million a year. Nice what you did. $45 million a year. I'm going to like it and just tune it out. To see you do it more than one season before I give you that kind of money. Yeah. I don't think that's unreasonable if you're the Packers to take that approach. At all. So when I was a couple of years ago talking about the you have a pulse, you get 20. You have a pulse that's pretty good, as in you're not going to have a heart attack today. You get 25. Now we're up to 40 and 40 plus. Sure seems that way. See Baker Mayfield. See see Jordan Love. Again, we're right back to when you paid guys coming out of the draft too much where you said, I can't give you 50. I can't give you 50. Now we're giving guys 40-plus a year to play quarterback. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Kirk Herbstreet tries to explain his side of the Dylan Rayola story. Before we do that, Arthur Blank, so you say you're going to leave at 155 because Arthur Blank is scheduled so, to do a Zoom meeting with the media today at 2. Did you not hear my phone? Did I did. Did you just hear that? Okay. That was my half-hour reminder to the next alarm that I will have go off at about 152. Or so, so this is perfect for Arthur Blank. This is the media, the news dump. That's what they call Friday stories. And the Super Bowl's coming up. But guess what? They don't know us very well if they think we're going to forget about this come Monday. Well, Bill Belichick is going to be asked about. Uh, I'm assuming Boomer Esiason is going to be asked about. Now, there's a thing. Do you know how this works? I'm, I'm, real, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Do you know how these work when there's multiples of people on there? Mm-hmm. How you ask a question? Do you know how you do this? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Do you know about the button? Yeah. What's the button do? Well, you're supposed to mute it, right? No, 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 no. Or Still me in. What's out there? No, no, no. There's a button that basically, it's a it's a hand. It's a button that you have to hit that says you're raising yeah. your hand to speak. Okay. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. My thing is, how selective do they get to be at that point? Uh, very selective. I, it kind of feels that way. So let's see if you get to actually ask I, I don't a question. Ask anything. I just want to listen. I think you keep hitting the hand over and over and over again. You said button. I know the hand is there. Yes. Keep hitting the hand, the it's, hand, the hand, the hand, the hand. It's a button that says I'm raising my hand that I think you they just tell ignore. them hit that hand over and over again, telling them I will not be ignored. Raise your hand too in the video. Yeah. 
Let him know you mean business. I'm going to raise two hands. Mm-hmm. But he is going to be asked about Belichick in the Athletic Football Show podcast, Diana Rossini said Arthur Blank wanted Bill Belichick and Richard McKay and some others within the Falcons organization talked him out of it. Now, that goes against what Thomas Dimitrov told us earlier in the week, but it makes sense, doesn't it? You're, you're trying to save your own well, skin. That is something Thomas Dimitrov said sometimes happens. Yeah, he thought it was 90-10, though, that Belichick was getting a job, just like a lot of people did. And then I told you it was in the building, and there was at least a voice that I was told outside of the building who was trying to tell Arthur, eh, I don't think you want to do that. Now, are you doing that to get back into good graces to get back in the building? Maybe. Are the people in the building trying to protect themselves? Yeah, because at a minimum, minimum, Bill Belichick gets hired. No matter what your job is, you just got pushed down one level. That's that's if you stay. But there are other people who go, I don't want to be pushed down one level. <laughs> pushed down one level. I'm going to be pushed out the door. Listen, there's enough people where there's smoke, there's fire. I've said that a billion times over the years. But where there's smoke, there's fire when it comes to Rich McKay and Bill Belichick not getting along. Too many people have said, if not getting along professionally, um, there was no chemistry there. So Rich McKay wasn't going to stick around, which he wasn't going to do anyway. But maybe Belichick wanted him completely gone. I don't want him around this building in any way, shape, yeah. or form. He can he can stay here in the blank foundation building. He doesn't come up to my building. I don't know if Because it looks like he is still going to be, you know, making an appearance here and there. He like he was, was, was at the Raheem Morris press conference. I was a valet. He, he, again, he, no, no, no. He sat down with Raheem Morris' family. Yeah. And, and Belichick maybe He's said, you know, in, in no uncertain terms, I don't want to see your face. So I don't want to see your face at the facility ever. Then we have to get back to, did Bill Belichick say no? Because an executive told Boomer Esiason, he was told that Arthur made him an offer, blah, blah, blah. Got to straighten all but this But Raheem out. Morris is here. A bunch of bouquets are being thrown the way of Raheem Morris when it comes to Super Bowl week. Kyle Shanahan said, Raheem to me is one of the best coaches I've ever been around, especially as a defensive coach. It's unbelievable what he did for me in the year 16 on offense. Raheem is a stud. The Falcons are in good hands. Now, what do we also know, though? He's not calling defensive plays. Raheem Morris is going to be the CEO of this thing, and I'm more I'm more satisfied hearing that answer than anything else around him, whether it's a, coaches, Thomas Dimitrov, uh, Dan Quinn, all talking about how, listen, he's great for this, fantastic. The best piece of news I take is he's not calling defensive plays. John Lynch, who spent two seasons with a young Raheem Morris in 02 and 03, said, I just lit up when you mentioned the Falcons' decision to hire Morris as the head coach. I kind of wish somebody was actually going against the grain a little bit because this feels like a bet to me. Mm -hmm. When everybody's betting one side, I get a little nervous. Brian Greasy was with the Bucs in 04, 05, and 08. He's the quarterback's coach, for those that don't know, with the Niners. He said, I love Raheem. He's a great guy. I'm so happy for him. So how was this guy not hired before this? We're talking about guys on Super Bowl staffs going over the top in their praise for Raheem Morris. Did anybody ever do a background check on him where you just do the references? How was he not hired before this? He should have been hired seven times over. So, again, I'm rooting for it. You're rooting for yeah, it. Yeah, we're keeping an open mind when it yeah. comes to Raheem Morris. Oh God, I have no idea if he's going to be good at it. I love the idea that he's not going to try to call the defense on game day. I, I kind of like the idea that he can split his time between all the offensive rooms and the defensive rooms. That's supposed to be a bonus. Be a good CEO. Now, before you get to Brock Purdy and what you wanted to mention yeah, yeah. as far as yeah. someone else yeah. that he looks like, let's hear from Matt Ryan. He was on Cam Newton's podcast, and he talked about this when it comes to the city of Atlanta. Has all your work been appreciated in Atlanta? Starting with the bangers here. No, uh, but this, here's my thing. Uh, uh, okay. Um, the short answer is probably no. No. Probably no. But at the same time, 
you know, I'm proud of what I did. So not all are in on Matt Ryan. I think he's appreciated more now. Yeah. Especially over the past few years, you realized what you had. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't a lot of consistency. There was some consistency, but I think it was more inconsistent than consistent when you look at his tenure with the Falcons. Brandon Leake said it this morning, and Brandon and I have had this discussion before. He had said there were people who rooted for Mike Vick that were never going to give Matt Ryan his flowers. Sure. So the flowers are he was a better player here than Mike Vick was. Doesn't mean he was more talented. Doesn't mean he was this or he was that. He, he was more successful than Mike Vick. He's the greatest Atlanta Falcon ever. Now, you could say if Matt Ryan's the greatest player you've ever had since 1966, you haven't had a lot of great players. Well, look at the Falcons organization. You can qualify with that. It's a fair statement to make. Yeah. Well, they're not lining them up like the Steelers. I'm, no doubt about it. If you have to debate who the greatest Steeler is, that's a great you want, thing. You want to see, I don't know why this popped up yesterday, but if you want to see one of the great Hall of Fame speeches of all time, listen to Jack Lambert's Hall of Fame speech. Now, was it, he the guy that had teeth but took them out or yeah, didn't have teeth yet? Yeah. Did he have his teeth in for the, the Hall the of Fame The things speech? he said about the Steelers and their fans, I mean, it was, he had them worked into a lather. It was like they were celebrating a Super Bowl all over again. That's how you do a Hall of Fame speech. In that town. Think about that. You're in Ohio, which means your people came over. Yep. And even Browns fans, Bengals fans, what are they going to do? Boo? No, you got to tip your cap. But he owns I you. told you, that was the greatest team I have ever seen assembled. Because mm-hmm. it was in the days before free agency. There were guys that were backups on those Steeler teams that would have been pro bowlers elsewhere. But they couldn't go anyplace else. And I don't even know, was it still 46 then? Yeah, just about. Yeah. There was a guy, Frank Lewis, who was a backup receiver my, my there. My point is, I don't went, even know. And, and had a great couple of years in Buffalo. He finally got out of that situation there. But there, there were great players. You know, the backups, like I said, were I'm better a linebacker. than starters on other teams. I'm a linebacker. I guess I'll just sit here on the bench. <laughs> it was absurd. So here's uh, Brock Purdy. We have, he was asked earlier this week about a resemblance to Lee Harvey Oswald. And we have a little bit of a difference of opinion on this, but this, this is how his week started. Here's of you and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you took the light. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Person. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison, obviously. Uh, yeah. You don't see it. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I'm not saying he doesn't know who Lee Harvey Oswald is. But no, no, I think no, in that moment he drew a blank. No, 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 no. He says he doesn't think he looks like him. Right. He hadn't heard it before. You think he doesn't know who Lee Harvey Oswald He has no idea who that guy's talking about. I disagree. Because I would have said, I hope I don't look like somebody that killed the president. I don't think he wanted to even get into that. No. I thought it was a great out. Uh, no, I don't think he knew. No, I don't like that. I think later on he went, oh, Lee Harvey Oswald. That's what he did. So should he have run back into the media room even after his yeah. time to just I'd like say? To, I'd like to revisit that Lee Harvey Oswald question, if you don't hey, mind. Hey, Brock, listen, can you stand there with a newspaper in your hand? Here's a gun. Hold this, too, and let's just see. That wouldn't have been fair. Call yourself a patsy. Yeah, don't 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 do prop comedy at that no. point when it comes to Lee Harvey Oswald. But he was asked about a comparison, a resemblance to somebody else. Listen to this. Uh, I think it's funny. Uh, you know, almost a lot of my teammates sent me the video, and I'm like, why is everyone sending me this video of this girl? And they're like, oh, she looks like you, and, and so it's been a funny joke with all of us. So, what do you think? Do you think you look like her? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> if she turns sideways a little bit, I do. So, this is a young woman, a 16 year old tennis player. 
I think she's from Utah. See, he knows who that person is. Yeah. Because so that's why he answered the question that way. His, he didn't know who Lee Harvey Oswald was. I disagree. Your Honor, the defense rests. I disagree. His, his, Everybody his, on the other side, you agree with me? He had no idea who Lee Harvey Oswald no, was. No, none. At least in that moment, he didn't. In that moment. Harvey Weinstein. So this guy's capable of playing quarterback in big playoff games, but he doesn't know who Lee Harvey Oswald like is. Like I said, we all have our moments. So he panicked is what you're saying. You're saying he panicked. Um, he just drew a mental blank. You can tell he's searching for something to say. and He, he doesn't want to say it's it. It's Lee Harvey yeah. Oswald. Now, he said his teammates brought videos to him. This young woman, her name is Anna Fry, 16-year-old tennis player, who, by the way, I think is in the top 10 in her age in the country. Really good tennis player. Here's what Anna Fry just was able to announce on her, I'm assuming, tiktok page. So everyone has been wondering and asking me if I was going to go to the big game in Vegas this weekend or not. And to be honest, I wasn't planning to, but that was until Six Star Pro Nutrition asked if I wanted to go. And I'm super excited, and they're signing me an NIL deal, too. So you can have NIL deals. Yeah. When you're in high school yeah, now, in certain right states, state. don't forget. Yeah. She's got an NIL deal. Nothing illegal about it. They're going to send her to the... She, I think even she said the big game because she realized... Blah, 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 blah. I'll say Super Bowl. I'm not promoting anything. But she did a, a TikToky that basically... It's just said, TikTok. What's that? It's not TikToky. Well, it should be TikToky. It sounds it's funner. It's just TikTok. It sounds funner. TikToky sounds like it's just going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Isn't TikTok a good time? Or do we stay away from bad stuff on TikTok? Why do I think that? I think it's a little bit of everything. Oh. Uh, like everything else on social media. I thought I thought TikTok was sort of the upbeat place you where know, you didn't really kill people. You know, like there's, you'd there's odd animal their- friend pairings, you know, a dog yeah. and a dog. Yeah, and then there's, funny. you know, a guy riding a motorcycle off a cliff. It's right, a little as, bit of everything. As a, oh, no, is there? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh, you there's like uh, faces something of death? for everyone out there's there. There's faces of death on TikTok? Uh, yeah. Oh, then don't call it TikTok-y. TikTok-y just sounds like it should all be upbeat. I didn't realize there was bad stuff on yeah. TikTok. It's like everything else on social media. Do people slam you on TikTok? Do they they murder your appearance? I don't know if there's comments or not. I don't have a TikTok account. Okay. I don't know that either. I thought it was up. There are comments, yeah. Okay. So this young woman, Anna Fry, it's it's spelled, by the way, F-R-E-Y, but I did my research. It's Fry. Yeah, like Glenn Fry. Yeah. Yeah, but some people might say Frey. Mm -hmm. Maybe. They look at it and go like whey protein. A company, because it's a a health product or a, I think it's a protein. She's an athlete, and she's going to get to go to the to the game. That's kind of nice. Her. Smart for the company. She'll wear a Brock Purdy jersey, I would imagine. I'd imagine. And she does sort of. She's got long hair. Cute girl. And she's, like I said, I saw a video of her playing tennis. This is no joke. Like, you could go Utah. What kind of tennis do they play in Utah? I think she's actually ranked nationally. And she's going to get to go to the Super Bowl. And congratulations to her. Speaking of young quarterbacks, Dylan Rayola, we know, was committed to Georgia. And now he is committed to Nebraska. And his dad, let's start with Dominic Rayola and what he said during an interview, unabated, just brought it up all on his own. We'll see. Bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreet. He saw the smoke about Dylan entertaining Nebraska. He was like, called me. He said, dude, is this true? He got to do it. He got to do it. Remember, he got to do it. I'm telling you what that says. That sounds like, you know, again, doesn't mean you have to take the advice. But Kirk Herbstreet do it. laying out, he got to do it. So here's what Kirk Herbstreet had to say in response to that as he was on with Paul Feinbaum. I, of course, did not sell Nebraska and t- try to tell anybody not to go to Georgia. That's the most ridiculous thing that I anybody would do. But I did compliment Matt Rule. If I'm guilty of anything, I said that Matt Rule is a good coach and he's a good man. And I, I believe he will bring Nebraska back. 
That's not he got to do it. Well, what do we say all the time? What's the old adage? There's three sides to every story. Huh? It's his side. Yeah. It's his side. Yeah. And then there's the truth. Yeah. So the truth lies somewhere in between. Okay. I would think. Okay. But Kirk Herbstreit. Well, I think it's a great idea for you to go. Matt Rule is a great coach. You know, something along those lines was said, I believe. You want to go there. um, I don't think it's a bad idea. Because I I, I like Matt Rule as a coach. That's not he got to do it. No, but. I'm just telling you, I can temper it too. So Dominic Rayola heard it, apparently. Did he say, by the way, hold on. Can you play the beginning of the Dominic Rayola again? We'll say, bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreit. He saw the smoke about Dylan entertaining Nebraska. He was like, called me. He said, he dude, called is this me. true? He got to do that's it. That's the other part. Mm-hmm. He called me. That's an unsolicited phone call. Sounds that way. Yeah. He got to do it. He got to do it. Hey, uh, look over your shoulder. He's the one. We got to start turning off the TVs in here. He's the one. Scott Pioli? What do you mean he's the one? For what? Oh, he's got a bunch of footballs behind him. I think he wants another job in the league. Well, don't they all? He got to do it. That's that's why they were in the media. So Georgia had the number one signing class still in 24, and as a result, rivals. Can we, can we try this again? Yeah. Yeah. Don't say his name. He's the one. Okay. And you're supposed to look over your shoulder and go, oh. Okay, fair enough. Uh, rivals named Georgia defensive line coach Trey Scott as the recruiter of the year. One-time defensive backs coach Fran Brown earned the honor for 24-7 sports. We know he is gone now, but boy. Some big names have stepped in recruiting-wise to replace him, including Dante Williams from Southern Cal and, of course, Tavares Robinson from Alabama. So the train just keeps on rolling. And Well, obviously, it's not rolling the way that Nebraska's is rolling. Benjamin Urasek, an outstanding tight end in the portal, has now signed with Georgia. A guy that put up some – he was hurt last year with a shoulder injury, so he was limited last year. But when you look at what he has done, catching the football, lining up all over the place – Yeah, but what did he do it? Running with the football at times. He did it at Stanford. Yeah, he got to do it. But he's a West Coast guy like Brock Bowers was and still is. Football. It's so sissy that they don't even have a conference anymore. So they got a tight end yeah. to replace That's perhaps nice. Brock Bowers. who nice. can. He has a similar skill set, it seems. So if you're Carson Beck, do you go out there? Does he come here? Do I you drive just my Lamborghini out there. Yeah. Say so you want one of these? You know, you can be out there in three hours if you yeah. drive, drive a Lamborghini. <laughs> they go for Athens these. to California, three hours. That was uh, at... Wilt Chamberlain's, I think it was Wilt Chamberlain's eulogy. Jerry West said that Wilt loved to exaggerate. Uh-huh. He said one time he said he drove from New York to Los Angeles in 24 hours. He's Wilt Chamberlain. It's impossible. Wilt Chamberlain in a car. What car fit him? Hey, Adam, did you look at the house, the Wilt Chamberlain house out in California? Yes, I did. It was very impressive. What very about nice. a house? Is it like on a, a, like a layer, is it not? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like on a cliff. windows. Yeah, no doubt about it. You got a bad cave underneath. No doubt about it. I'm telling yeah, you. It wasn't my favorite. You want to talk about a house matching a guy's personality. Big windows. You, you look out over whatever the hell it is, this big mountain. It's a lover's lair. Yeah, well, that's exactly in it. every way, shape, and form. How many, for Will Chamberlain? Do you think he had a bed right in the middle of the living room? Because I do. I think he had a bed in every room. I think he had a bed right in the middle, of, like a round bed that had a fur, like some bear fur on it or something. Well, that's nasty. <laughs> he had mirrors too. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he liked to see himself more no. than he liked to see anything else. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't blame him. No, me neither. I had about a three-year run where I kind of dug that, too. <laughs> Going back to uh, Kirby Smart. Now, he's tried to avoid. We talked with Adam Gillespie about this earlier. He's tried to avoid the spring game, the G-Day game, coinciding with Augusta and the Masters. It doesn't look like uh, that's going to happen this year because it looks like the G-Day game is going to be played the same day as the third round of the Masters 
April the 13th. Spring practice is going to start March the 12th. And like we said, that is the day for the G-Day game. Kirby's actually starting that game at 8 a.m. <laughs> I think it might be 11 or 12. I think he's going to get people out of the building to go watch the match. Because I don't think the coverage starts on CBS till like 3 o'clock. I think it's 3. I think now because you have the other whatever pro golf network or somebody I think does it now. We don't acknowledge that golf network here in Augusta. What's that? What is it called? LIV of some sort? No, no, it's not. The Golf Network? No, it's not. By the way, congratulations to the PGA Tour players. They just found $940 million that they're handing out. Mm-hmm. They just said, we're going to give out $940 million. I told you. All we needed was good old-fashioned, not-as-dirty American money. Mm-hmm. Speaking what of money, problem? the SEC, $741 million they distributed to their 14 universities. About $51.3 million, up $19.2 million from last year. And I got a feeling, Chris... A billion or bust. Yeah, with Texas and Oklahoma going in, the meter's uh, moving up. Yeah, it's not going down. They, the, this, this, whatever it is with the Big Ten, whatever it is, it's to make more money for everybody so they can then afford to go break away. I want you to think about something else. Uh, 743 million? Uh, 741. 741. I'm not doing the math very well here, but that means that John Rahm, to go to live, got about 40-plus percent of the money the entire SEC got for everything they do. And look, I... I John Rahm said, $300 million is not going to change my life. Come on, guys. He did say that, by the way. I am still going to golf. He said, it's not like it's going to change my life. Except now my clubs are solid gold. All of them. I'll tell you this. Don't try to back out of that deal. Your life might be changed. And that's true. Don't badmouth uh, that hand. That is a fair point. Chuck and Chernoff going to join us next. They're at Harris Cherokee Casino. Yeah, I got one more thing coming up. Um, yes, I I know that. I was going to get to that. I never bring it up first. I really want to get to this one. So we'll talk to them following that. And then I got to go. To wrap up a Friday, Domino Cellini, I, I don't know if you're going to go or not. I'm going to go. It's right outside. I'm going to go right out there. I, I think well, here's what you can do. Go ahead. Well, I'll make the suggestion when we come okay. back, how you can kill two birds with one yeah. stone with Arthur Blank talking to the media. Say what you want to say. We'll, we'll do all of that, Coach Campbell, when we come back to wrap up a Friday here on Domino and Cellini, the Fan 680 and 93.7 F. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. One more thing. Dickie Broadcasting Company. In conversation. <laughs> 150 Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93, 7 FM wrapping up the week. Chuck and Chernoff, Harris Cherokee Casino is where they are, and I would imagine it's 
Prop bets galore for Super Bowl 58. We'll get to them momentarily. Well, I would have played a prop bet. Here here is Chris Domino not only laying a prop bet or thinking about it, but presenting you one more thing. Yeah, uh, I would have laid a bet. I would have laid a bet, and I said this. DeMar Hamlin would have been the NFL's comeback player of the year. Joe Flacco made a point of saying he only got off his couch. Joe Flacco was on a roster last year. DeMar Hamlin was on a board where they were trying to bring him back to life. Again, it's got to be easy. This is what happened at the NFL Player Awards last night. First of all, I just want to congratulate all you other nominees and winners here tonight. Such a special group of men. I'm just honored to be up here and get to enjoy it all with you guys. Okay, stop it Big right thanks there. To the stop city. it right there. Because unless he now says, DeMar Hamlin, please come up here. I would like to give you this. Anything else he says after that, and I know what he says. He thanks the Browns, thanks the city of Cleveland. You like me. You like me. Yeah, he says that to keep too. playing as well. Okay. His wife kissed him when his name was read, where even she was sort of, I think, felt guilty about kissing him before he went to go get the trophy. She should have kissed Damar Hamlin. What should have happened is he should have walked over to Damar Hamlin in his seat and said, excuse me, come with me. Come with me. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you this. And so I'm not even going to say Gail a word. Sayers, tonight, this is my award tomorrow. Or immediately in this instance, it'll be Brian Piccolo's. Only Damar Hamlin instead of Brian Piccolo. Yes, he shouldn't have thanked anybody. Not the Browns. He thanked his beautiful wife, who again kissed him like, eh, I'm not so sure you're supposed to be getting this, because I saw it. And then he thanked the fans of Cleveland. Hater. Wow. He should have just gotten DeMar Hamlin out of his seat and said, come with me. Here you go. And then he should have went and sat there. And DeMar Hamlin should have thanked the people, I don't know, who brought him back to life. That's going to say, one guy died. The other guy just, you know, got called back up uh, to he a He was on a roster last roster. year. He was yeah. just, nobody wanted to play him. One guy got off his couch. The other guy was Patrick Swayze and Ghost. Like, that's the ultimate comeback player of the year. You were dead on the field. Yep. I mentioned the award should be named for him, and yep. he didn't even win. So here's what happened. Comeback to life award. Here's the good news. He got the most first place votes. But here's what they did with this award. Five points, three points, one point. So he lost the award because there were people who left DeMar Hamlin off yeah, of their he ballot. Did. He actually did. You never get the vote in a comeback player of the year ever again. That's your punishment. Wow. You're too stupid for this. Obviously. Oh, goodness. I'm just telling you. Sometimes it's tough love, guys. You know this. So the prop bets, what are you looking at up there? What's catching your attention? So I've got a full book in front of me that looks like about the size of the old phone book. If you're old enough to remember a phone book, which I'll go over a couple of these in a moment, but we have some business to attend to, right? So we are sitting in the middle of the Caesar sports book. This is what a Vegas-style sports book would look like. But on the screens, I'm seeing the shots of ESPN and the NFL Network out in Vegas. And they're set up with these beautiful stages out front, Bellagio behind them, Strip behind them, and everybody's dressed like it's the dead of winter. It must be that cold out in Vegas. Are you guys experiencing any FOMO for this one? Nope. None whatsoever. See, I am. I had middle of the week. This is the one that I thought when we've done places like Detroit and Houston and we've done all these cities, like this is the one that I always thought would be the most fun because the city is already lit up. It was a fantasy because it was evil. But but here's the other problem. You guys know there are no $25 tables. So if you were going to go gamble, there were, I'm not kidding. I asked somebody, there aren't $25 tables. Shows what you know, Domino. Wait, now I could find a $15 table anywhere. At O'Shea's. We went down to O'Shea's. We went to uh, okay. the Burger King there. No, <laughs> we didn't end up at a Burger King. We ended up at a place called Ellis Island. Oh, no, the Super 8. Say the whole name. The Super 8 Ellis Island. And we played craps okay. for five bucks. All right, when? 
What well, event? It was during the NFL draft. Yeah, April of 18 during the draft, and the, the wood was showing through the felt. It was awesome. I See, but that's the thing. Chuck's too bougie to understand a gambler. I don't care what it looks like. Like, I just want to play. My I, favorite is when you brought Brandon Adams to the Hooters. Yes. Casino. I'm really, thank you. I'm really glad you brought me here. It looked like something on Holcomb Bridge Road, which we love Hooters. Cool. but. It, Domino, you've been in this place, the eight-foot ceiling where you get emphysema walking through the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they were with $15 crap. Now, the uh, Hooters is now the Oyo Casino, which is another one you can play blackjack for $10. bucks. i am just not so sure you can. I'm telling you, what I was told is, all, and I'll go with the major hotels. Right. There's not a $25 table to be found. Yeah, you've got to get away from the bougie. You're not going to play at the Aria. You're not going to play at the Cosmo for cheaper. You've got to get down to Koval. Yeah. There's blood stains on the crap table. So the Luxor has now become sort of you can't play. Oh, sorry, guys, I gotta go. No, you what? don't have to go. It's what five more mean? minutes. He wants to leave for Arthur Blank's Zoom right over press there. conference. You can outside. hear it after it's it. done. We're recording it. What are you gonna miss? We're rolling on it. Yeah, or, or, or you can listen to that in one ear and listen to us in the other. I mean, ear. I mean, it's he said an alarm. Yeah, he did. I had a, an alarm. You want to talk about FOMO? This guy has the ultimate ago. FOMO when it comes to stuff like this. I, I promise you, Chris, you're not going to. He's going to say what you think he's going to say. Okay. All right. Um, I asked Nick, and I wasn't sure. He thinks that this guy. He, this guy he, just took my book. He just took my gambling book. This newbie over here. He thinks that Brock Purdy didn't know who Lee Harvey Oswald was. And I asked Nick, and I admit, I I was a little bit. I was asking about like this type of Zoom call. You don't. You have to hit a button to raise your hand to yeah, then hand ask button. a question. That's but correct. You, but you have to be acknowledged before you get to ask correct. a question. Just Kinda. keep pressing it over and over and over again. My that, point is, don't they get to be selective then? Don't they turn into Roger Goodell? Um, I would say this. I think they're going to get through everybody. Like, if they ignored you and you had your hand raised, you uh-huh. know, seven, eight, nine times, yeah. you'd have some beef at the end oh, of the call. Okay. So, no, they I don't want to have beef. But yeah, okay. they're not going to. As long as you don't call anything that craps you. And, and for the record, I believe Brock Purdy did not know who Lee Harvey Oswald was. You don't answer was. a question that way if right. you know who that person so is. So you're correct. saying if you now you think he choked, which is not a great sign for a quarterback. I think later on he went, ah, oh, Lee Harvey Oswald. That's who that is. <laughs> Are you again saying, Matt, that you don't think he knew I, who he was? I watched it. I, I firmly believe he was just trying to move on because he didn't recognize the name. Because you, if somebody calls oh, you Lee Harvey goodness. Oswald, you go, you're comparing me to uh, one of the more famous... A murderers of Infamous all time, people of all time, Correct. living on another planet. The first—that's what I mean. I know, but he's twenty-three, and I mean, uh, I, I'm just giving you some context. I don't think you recognize the name. He sounded like someone doing a presentation as a high school kid that wasn't ready for the presentation. Correct. If I say Rosemary and he doesn't know, well, he should. Then I go, oh, okay, that kind of. I'm makes not saying sense. He, he should or shouldn't know. I'm just telling you, he didn't know. No, I'm with you in the moment. It did not sound like because you make a bigger joke out of it if it happens that way. Yeah, well, I, don't I would hope nobody would confuse me with that guy. You know, you say something along those lines because you're not going to offend anybody if you go against so Lee Harvey Oswald. If he didn't know who he was and somebody would have said, well, hold on, let's do this, and handed him a newspaper and a shotgun or a rifle <laughs> of some sort, you're telling me he might have just held them and just said, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, maybe. Yeah, like, no. So what if somebody would have gone, you know what, uh, you look like John Hinckley Jr., like, do you think you would have recognized that no, name? No, 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 no. That's no. totally different, no, like, I believe. Is it, though? It's, yeah, it is. If you say something about Ford's well, Theater. Not, it's not really different. I, I don't mean, think it's it different. It's the same concept. He, he tried, tried to kill the president. president. Yeah. John Wilkes Booth. You look a lot like John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> to me, Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth should be known. I, I would agree. John Even if you Hinkley, don't know what John Wilkes so. Booth looks like, you have know the name from when you were seven years old. 
And by the way, what's the other difference? Well, they were successful or not is the only Well, successful is not the right word. I, I would maybe temper that. Can I ask a question? They finished the job. I don't know that they're teaching about Lee Harvey Oswald in schools anymore. I don't know what they're teaching anymore. I know down the hall. Okay. I, think well, I don't think it's political. I just, like, I should ask my, I'll ask my kids tonight. I think that's cultural literacy. I don't think, I don't think I learned that in school. Yes, but at 23, we're not cultural. No, not at all. I just I'm remember so. as a kid watching the Zapruder film. I remember right? seeing that as a kid. But I don't know that Brock Purdy growing up in Iowa playing yeah. at Iowa State is probably even, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I just don't think he's probably had a conversation about that. All right, so what stands out on the board, the big board? Well, see, I'm a big fan of the special, when we get to the specials, right, the parlay specials. In other words, give me Christian McCaffrey over 90 rushing yards plus give me Travis Kelsey over 70 receiving yards plus a Chiefs win. You get some long odds, which is fun, but they're also not ridiculous because I like all three of those outcomes. So stuff like that. I, my favorite right now, Kansas City is minus five for plus 196. You want to get some good information as far as where to put your money? Read Chris Berman's piece on ESPN.com. Uh, so he likes in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. It's fascinating stuff. I um, Now, again, there's a book that you can get here. At uh, Harris Cherokee, when you walk in the Caesar Sportsbook, that is about, I don't know, six inches thick of every player prop, every cross-sport prop. Scores more of the Houston Oilers or, you know, uh, Harrison Butker in the game on Sunday. So you have everything from those elements. And then you've got the stuff that you're just literally throwing just complete uh, darts at, right? Who scores the final touchdown in the first half? For the Chiefs, how many lead changes will it be in the first Jersey quarter? number of the first touchdown, right. 0 to 19 or 20 and above. So, like, you name it, you can do it all. And that's Sunday. This place will be the absolute place to be beginning probably yeah. about 9 a.m. Uh, before I get on this call, did you guys see what's <laughs> happened to the Kelsey touchdown number? I saw it at plus 600 this morning. No, no, no. Any touchdown, any time. It's down to minus 105. Oh, any touchdown. All the, I, all the I like Swift the first fans. Touchdown. But they said now, this is the real number, that it went from whatever the hell it was to any time touchdown is now minus 105. Yeah, I believe that. Him yeah. and McCaffrey, there's no value in betting them to score any time touchdown. Because they get the Kelsey's going to get the ball in the red zone thrown to him multiple times. The only other guy they trust is Rasheed Rice. But I when took, they get down there, it's going to be Pacheco. Kelsey. I took Pacheco. I thought there was value in Pacheco more than it was going to be value in McCaffrey or so, Travis Kelsey. I agree. My counter to that is I could see Mahomes pulling it down inside the five. This is a okay. Mahomes rushing game. Do you like the uh, over 11 and a half for Purdy rushing yards? Because I do. It's <sighs> 11 the, and a half. I know. So I saw it at 13 and a half. Is it down to 11 and a half? I saw 11 and a half two okay. days ago. Here's my only, my only fear on it. They were down big in these last two games. So when you drop back more, you're going to run more if, if nothing's there. I, I fully believe this is a very close game that I don't know how many rushing attempts he's going to get. That's oh, the only thing that scares me. I close. have no it, earthly idea who's going to win this game. I, close. I, I have no idea. And high scoring or like what we saw in AFC Championship game? I think it's in the 23-20, kind of range. One of my, and I always love getting the VIG. Whenever I can beat the house for once, that's pretty awesome. Um, three unanswered scores in the game. No was plus 130. I love that. And in a lower scoring yeah. game. Yep. Nick, I would add this. So, get this the is, VIG if you can get the VIG, people. This is too simplistic because we're all falling on this because none of us understand why San Francisco's favored. But I will take the money line with Kansas City, and then I'll just give myself some insurance by teasing it up. I've got it at 8, Kansas City getting 8, and I tease the total down to 41 just to give myself some insurance. All right, sounds like a plan. Sounds like a good plan to me. 
Tomino left, didn't he? Uh, he just took his headset off, and I think he's going to go listen to what Arthur Blank has to say. I mean, we're going to play it. I'm listening to everything. Okay. He's doing it all, he says. Today right. is uh, February the 9th. Let's go back in time. Talk about some things that happened on this day. 1961, the Beatles' first gig at Liverpool's Cavern Club. They would play there. It happened on this day over 300 times over the next two years. And that's why they were a great live band. What's Outliers? Is that the book by Malcolm Gladwell? 10,000 hours or something to be an expert sure. on? Sure. Yes, Nick, it is. So they, they did that as a band. And that's why they were so What great. does the uh, Cavern Club hold, if you had to guess? Um, I'm sure it was way above capacity. 60? <laughs> I was thinking a couple of hundred. I was hoping. <laughs> and then just three years later, the Beatles make their first appearance in America on the Ed Sullivan Show. 73.7 million viewers watching this performance. I was going to guess 70 million. You have three stations. <laughs> this is one of the great live performances of all time. But what a way to, like, pop that you only have three networks. The other two are showing, I don't know, the news. And Ed Sullivan's got the Beatles on. And everybody's gathered around the television. <laughs> then some, you know, four or five years later, you got little girls watching Jim Morrison. And, boy some other things are the parents. Did, uh, did Ed Sullivan have any talent? Not really. I mean, no. he was just in the America's right place host. at the right time, right? Yeah. He was a columnist, wasn't he, Chris? Wasn't that his background, Ed Sullivan? Yes, Nick. Thank you, Chris. Yes. You know, uh, yes. 1971 on this date, Electra Records releases the debut album of Carly Simon titled Carly Simon. Goes on to win two Grammy Awards, including Best New Artist. And this... The most depressing song, perhaps, <laughs> of oh, all man. time. Yeah, life just kind of sucks, so just accept it. What you? I don't know. You want to get married? All right. We'll be miserable together. That's the way it's supposed to be, I suppose. You said this was 1971? Yeah. Continues my theory. The 70s, the most depressing music decade of all time. Was it dad or granddad that was making books? Um. So Simon & Schuster is the family That's a granddad. business. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Their children hate them for the things they're not. They My hate gosh. themselves for what they are. Jeez. Shalini, yay or nay on Carly Simon? Um, I will tell you, yay. A strong agree. yay. Okay. A strong yay. Can I give you a pitch for strong the most... Strong yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the most depressing song of that depressing decade? That song, Wildfire, where, like, the horse and the little girl, like, everybody dies in the blizzard? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that was a number one She's hit. Running around, wildfire. <laughs> you may be onto something about the depression. It's just it's Nin very, it felt like a very great decade. Mm -hmm. uh, 1985 on this date, Madonna's album "Like a Virgin." Now the Goes 80s, to number one for three weeks. Now we got yuppies in the 80s. Time to have fun, right? We got an economic turnaround. We got kids with spiky hair. Mm -hmm. Can I join in for a second? Sure. Carly Simon or Madonna? Uh, Carly Simon. Carly Simon, yeah. agreed. The way that I heard very, very. I'm not listening to you. I'm listening to Arthur Blank. This is a I heard, different. Yeah, okay. I, I have no interest in Madonna. I thought you were asking Arthur Blank that question. I, I, don't, I told you. I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. Italian women for me, it just, it's not something I have an interest in. Donna Louise Chacon. That's correct. Yeah, you can't be much more Italian than that. It would be fascinating to hear Arthur Blank answer Carly Simon or Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> Uh, 1979, on this date, The Warriors is released, sparking gang violence at many theaters. Oh, God. Warriors, come out. I weighed about 110 pounds. Warriors, come out to play. Is this supposed to 
to scare me? No, I know. In New York at the time that this movie took place, I'm supposed to believe that this guy is going to be the <laughs> toughest guy in the whole city. So, so explain to me, the, paint me this picture of gang violence in the theater. What's that look like? I guess a bunch of gangs went and saw it, and then they started fighting. But, like, the Sharks and the Jets, they eyed each other up, no. and then, like, just... I think people got stabbed. No, I think the, it was a little bit more complicated. The baseball why. furies and the... Why would you see a movie and then start a gang fight? Go in the street. You got to see a movie to you spend your four bucks, and then... No, no, it gets you fired up. I guess. Yeah. Uh, 2020, the uh, 92nd Academy Awards, Parasite was the best film. Renee Zellweger won Best Actress for Judy, and Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for Joker. How about another joke, Murray? No, I think we've had enough of your jokes. What do you get? I don't think so. When you cross I think a mentally ill loader with a society that abandons him and beats him like trash. Call the police, I'll Gene. tell you what you get. Call the police. Get what you f***ing deserve. Another nice pick-me-up movie. I never saw it. How good was the performance? I never saw it. I just saw clips. Yeah. On YouTube. I think the clips are what turned me off from seeing the movie. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. Uh, Michael thought... B. Jordan's birthday is today. Worth $25 million. We can all agree he's beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah. If great you're Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Great in the Creed movies, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a top ten bodies, Hollywood, mm-hmm. right now, he's clearly in the top five. Yeah, right? oh, I would say he's so. Hot. Yeah. I would say so. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, Joe Pesci's birthday is today. I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. For instance, tomorrow morning I'll get up nice and early, take a walk down over to the bank, and if you don't have my money for me, I'll crack your f***ing head wide open in front of everybody in the bank. And just about the time that I'm coming out of jail, you'll be coming out of your coma. I'll split your f***ing head open again, because I'm f***ing stupid. That's what I do. And we know what you do, don't we, Charlie? You f- people out of money and get away with it. Okay. Hey, you fat Irish prick, you put my f***ing money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your f***ing brain to sleep. Sam, this is personal. I'll be there in the morning. You can f***ing try me, fatso. You f***ing try me. Nicky got, got the point. Nicky, guy's going to go run a... He's a citizen. I don't think we edited gotta, all the words we were supposed to edit what you there. just did, Nicky. You can't talk to a yeah, guy was, like that. There were some edits missed, but th- that's neither here nor there. Joe Pesci's only worth $50 million. You say only. Okay. So think about the movies. Not to say Scorsese's weren't big screens, but those are not blockbuster, like popcorn, you know, Top Gun, some Marvel. You mean he didn't make a lot of money doing the super? <laughs> no. His roles were unbelievable. When we say only, he's fine. I get what your point is. Like every one of his roles, with the exception of a couple, of were I, I laughed at that. I don't know what you're talking about, but I heard the super reference with Joe <laughs> So, <laughs> So he made more money in those Home Alone movies, right? I'm sure. Being one of the wet bandits. I like that's the biggest sort of I don't remember how big those releases were. I buy the second one. I'm sure he made a nice paycheck. But like Raging Bull, what does he make for Raging nothing. Bull? Right? Nothing. That movie cost nothing anyway. Easy money? Yeah, really nothing. I mean my my cousin was, probably paid him. Yeah, he was great in everything he did though. There's no denying that. Yeah. Uh Carol King celebrates a birthday today. Worth a hundred million dollars. Her Broadway play is really, really good. About her life story. Double worth Pesci, huh? Well, one of the great songwriters. Yeah. You look at the song she has written. Which, by the way, there is such an innate talent in that. Yeah. Like the ability to sit down and write a song that turns into a banger. In Carol King's case, maybe not. This banger is not the right term, but. But This song is her share. Yeah. Yeah. This was really like women's rights. They really loved this song. This was like one of the first songs that Mo- the, the woman had control of the relationship. She was yep. like, all right, beat it. Most it's of over. her hopping tunes were for other people in the 60s. Yeah. The bouncing tunes. Indeed. And uh, let's see. Vince Papali was 
Well, he was born on this date. He's still alive, so he's celebrating a birthday. Oh. 79 years old. So, Star of the Philadelphia Bell. Yeah. Wanted to ask you real quick, the uh, Yahoo Sports article saying that Trey could be gone in the offseason. Do you see that happening with the Hawks standing pat at the trade deadline? No, I don't. I, this is this is agent stuff. This is... Now, here, I'll, I'll turn the... Does he ask out, Nick? Yes. Because if he doesn't ask out, no, he doesn't go. I, I think he does ask out. He seems to like the head coach of the team now, but he seemed to like the past two head coaches. I don't know that he liked Nate and Lloyd. I think, uh, I th- I I think, think he, he liked said, Nate. I think he said the right things. He hated Lloyd. Yeah, I don't think he was a Lloyd fan at all. I think, in fact, Lloyd was fired because of him. But um, yeah, Eventually, yeah, he turned yeah. on him like he did so, with Nate. It wouldn't be stunning because I'm sure he wants to, you know, be in a more relevant place where they win. I have no doubt about that. But the answer is, if he doesn't ask out, no, the billionaire owner is not trading his cash cow just because they stood pat at the deadline. But now, that being said, this is an organization that's nomadic right now. Y- yet again, like all these different eras. Nothing would surprise you. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it would with me anyway. I'm, I should. He's the only thing that w- he's the only thing that would surprise me. Again, he might ask out. That's not shocking. It's happened everywhere else. Uh, but everything around it, they're, they're in such a weird place again where Landry Fields addressed the media this morning and said, we're not going to tank. We don't look at getting worse uh, short-term to get better long-term, which means you only have another avenue. If, I mean, if you're not going to do that avenue, the avenue is we're going to add. And they're not going to add because they're bumped up against the luxury tax. So I don't know what they do. He may, I'm not trying to be funny here. He said not tank. I know. We well, didn't use those words. No, we're not going to lose intentionally. We're not going to just surrender, give up. He doesn't really have that choice. I think this team finishing ninth in the East and maybe getting eliminated in the play-in, that was a give-up. That was an awful season. That was a... It wasn't a give-up. It was a miss. It's even worse. Give-up is a plan. This is, we thought we were better than we were. We've paid a lot of different guys. We've we extended some know. contracts. No, this wasn't a and their history like of paying guys, keeping guys around isn't really all that good. But you could have been better. I'm saying you could have added. You could have kept as part of it. You well, could have kept. They, they could have, but again, you're they're not. They're not. Going you're into right. The tax. You're right. You're right. They're just like we can spend, We can make ourselves crazy, wondering if and when it happens. It's not going to happen. And when it happens, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong, but. The owner has no interest in paying the tax or losing out of the revenue sharing. Demina, what are some of the early highlights from the Arthur Blank Zoom press conference? Anything to report over there as you listen that you'd like to know? <laughs> I saw that. Here's here's. We'll play some of this later. So apparently uh, it was okay. It was time to move Rich right. because of the veteran head coach and GM they have. Hmm. Huh. All right. And he said, Arthur said, most GMs and coaches will directly go to the owner report to the owner but like three years ago they wanted that to change well i don't you, think they you, know what they want yeah well they don't they're like the hawks it's the same deal according Seriously, to Tori McElhaney, belichick never asked for full control of the right. falcons uh, arthur blank just reiterated the fact that he said that bill belichick as a matter of fact he used the word collaboration perhaps himself at some point <laughs> or some form of that word. everybody's collaborating with everybody I gotta go listen again that's what we know all right and with that uh, we call it a week the fellows are at Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, Chuck and Chernoff. Between us, 100 plus years, 110 years or so of sports talk experience. Do you realize that? Well, it does, but it means that you can count on us as yes. well. For what, I don't know, but you can count on us. Colin Madden, let's see. Juan, uh, Brian Gebhardt on the other side of the glass. Thank you. Derek Thomas, Road Dog, and Matt Lear. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking Super Bowl and then some at 11 o'clock. Demino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination? 
is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.